0: So simple. Step, step, step. Yes, he's got an Australian accent, but the message is one we all recognise here in Aotearoa. It's the height of summer, so even when it's cloudy, it's time to crack out the sunscreen. And we're sorry, but your mum was right when she told you you weren't using enough. Here's Cosmetics New Zealand General Manager, Lyndall O'Toole, on just how much you should be applying.
1: A teaspoon is the amount for each limb and reapply every two hours.
0: So if you don't look like a ghost when you're done, you're doing it wrong. But whether you're a Cancer Society sunscreen diehard or prefer the fancy, non-greasy stuff that comes in a tiny tube and costs a fortune, do you know the difference between SPF ratings? SPF 30 is the bare minimum for most brands these days, but is it worth ratcheting it up to 50 or even 70? Kio koutou, no mai hati mai ki te nei pa na puna na stuff ko te tikanga katoa the whole truth ko Kate Newton toku ingoa he kai pua ho ki puna e mehi nui ana kia koutou e mai nei welcome to the whole truth te tikanga katoa a podcast from Stuff that's part of our award winning fact checking project. I'm Kate Newton, a reporter at Stuff, and with me to talk about sunscreen is health reporter Hannah Martin. Kia ora eh, Hannah? Kia ora. So I hear Ed Sharon has a new line of sunscreen just for redheads.
1: That's correct, or at least it's something that he is talking about. Who knows whether that will actually make it to the shelves.
0: <laughs> or make it to the shelves here in little old New Zealand.
1: Correct. Um,
0: seriously though, New Zealand does have the highest rates of melanoma cases and deaths right in the world. Mm. So is this a case of what's good for Ed is good for the rest of us, or is SPF 70 and those really high SPF sunscreens actually overkill? Yeah, Maybe you want to talk me through how
1: sunscreen actually works. <laughs> Sure. So sunscreen works essentially by providing a screen on your skin. Historically, we we used to use the word sunblock. That's sort of frowned upon now because it doesn't block; it does screen. So it acts as a filter. You apply it to your skin, and what it does is it filters out harmful UV rays. My understanding is that
0: there are two kind of things happening here. One is to do with the length of time, and the second is to do with the like the amount of UV rays that's actually blocking out. Right?
1: Yes. Right. Okay. So it kind of comes down to maths, really. So SPF looks at both the length of UVB protection it provides uh, and the proportion of UVB rays it blocks out. If you had an SPF 30 and you applied it absolutely perfectly, so you used the correct amount, you were applying uh, regularly enough uh, between swimming, you know, sweating, uh, towelling off, things like that, it would take 30 times longer to burn than if you weren't wearing any at all. So say... Like me, you're very fair-skinned, and any time in the sun feels like a threat. Uh, If you burn in two minutes, an SPF 30 would provide 30 times two minutes.
0: Which is 60, which is an hour. Hooray! Hooray! We can do maths. (laughs) but of course there's there's a second element to this, right, which is the percentage of, of UV rays that it actually blocks. And maybe just before we get to that, do you want to tell me what the difference is? Because there's two types of UV rays, right?
1: Yes, so there's UVA and UVB. And so both are shown to be damaging to our skin uh, in slightly different ways, but both can contribute to uh, an increased risk of skin cancer. So UVA is associated with oxidisation damage and immunosuppression. It's a wavelength that is associated with skin aging. Uh, UVB on the other hand can cause direct DNA damage into the skin uh, and so while while they do have sort of different mechanisms both of them can be can be really harmful and so what's sunscreen filtering out if you're using a good sunscreen and it has broad spectrum on the label it's filtering out both uh, and that's really important and is really uh, something that the likes of the cancer society the dermatological society really recommend that you look for in a product broad spectrum uh, really covers you for for all manner of things okay and does the SPF affect how much of that UV your sunscreen filters out yes it does so while SPF which refers to sun protection factor uh, the the number looks more at time actually as the SPF rating itself increases the uh, percentage of UVB rays that it filters out increases so say uh, look at an SPF uh, an SPF 15, for example. Uh, SPF 15 filters out approximately 93% of UVB rays. This increases to 97% with an SPF 30 product. Uh, and about 98% when you're using an SPF 50. If you go all the way up to something like an SPF 100, that screens out about 99% of UVB radiation. So the difference between an SPF 50 and 100, while it's 50 on the bottle, is one percentage. Right, Okay. so it's actually kind of diminishing returns the higher up
0: you go, and the the length of time is kind of the more important factor.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Even those
0: low SPF uh, sunscreens are still blocking out a huge proportion of the rays.
1: They are and absolutely and part of that also comes down to proper application so there are some concerns that if you use a higher SPF product so say You rely solely on an SPF 70 or an SPF 100, thinking that you are safer for longer, that people actually don't take the necessary steps to protect themselves. So that's uh, reapplying, that's wearing a hat, uh, staying in the shade. You know, if you've got a number on the bottle that uh, kind of gives you a bit of a false sense of security, that you're good, um, there are, yeah, there are concerns that, that people might actually be setting themselves up for a bit of harm.
0: And are there any other warnings that are being flagged
1: up about using these really high SPF products? So yes, so there's not inherently any more danger that comes with a higher SPF product, but some experts have flagged concerns that using a higher SPF product can also mean more chemical exposure for people. Okay, so
0: that is something to, to weigh up, I guess, against the sort of minimal additional protection you might get from from UV rays with something that's like a really, really high SPF rating. Yeah, that's Right, okay. So, given all of that, is there kind of a happy medium? What's the verdict here about what SPF is is good to be using?
1: So, uh, in talking with the likes of the Cancer Society and the Dermatological Society, uh, they Sort of recommend anywhere between a an SPF thirty and SPF fifty product, um, but they also really stress that application is key. Uh, how often you're putting it on, how much you're using, and also what else is in your toolkit. Uh, so both say that sunscreen alone. It shouldn't it shouldn't be our our only method of protection in the summer months so and if you grew up in New Zealand through the 90s and the 2000s you'll be very familiar with the slip slop slap and wrap campaign uh, that remains really true so It's things like seeking out shade, wearing a hat, wearing sunglasses that also offer a UV protection. Um, Sunscreen is great and uh, we're lucky in New Zealand that the the products on the shelves are are sound and solid, Um, but it definitely shouldn't be the only thing that you use.
0: All right, well, nga mihi, Hannah, that was really uh, fascinating. Thank you for talking us through all of that. And you can read Hannah's full fact check at stuff.co.nz forward slash whole truth. We'll be back with a new episode next week, uh, but you can read previous posts and listen to our last episode at that same link, that's stuff.co.nz forward slash truth. And whatever SPF you're using, don't forget your sunscreen.
1: Hey, Chris. Yes? Do you want another very
0: broad question? I've got a very broad question Go today. on then.
1: What do you know about sports?
0: Up oh, the wires! Go the Black Caps! And don't forget Premier League football! Oh,
1: you do love a bit of Premier League footy, do. don't you? What team is it that you support? Oh,
0: the current champions, Manchester City. I
1: think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal.
0: Uh, but you know what's good about football? It what? They don't regulate soccer height.
1: I'm sorry, there's a sport that regulates sock height?
0: Indeed there is, and it's cycling.
1: That's very
0: strange, why on earth do they regulate it? Well I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to The Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh that's a cliffhanger
1: indeed, The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different.